something from dj mccray to whet the appetite you like that huh those little previews hit up dj mccray on instagram what's up everybody every day is a new day i'm thankful for every breath i take today is a good day you know why because reagan and watkins just dropped the first music video from our debut album go to reaganandwatkins.com or just go to my youtube page youtube.com slash jeremiah watkins very, very excited. We put a lot of energy and effort and love into this music video. And if you're a Kill Tony fan, don't miss this video. There's a lot of cool cameos in this. You're going to recognize some people from the show. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but there's some people involved with the show that are uh, going to make some appearances in that music video. The song is called My Name is Jeremiah, and it's a rap about how I'm straight edge. Hmm? What's more on brand than that, huh, guys? Huh? <laughs> You'll recognize the beat, actually, because um, it's the same beat from the Jeremiah Wonders theme, produced by my pal Jeffro. So, yeah, I'm super stoked for you guys to uh, check this out. Had a lot of fun putting this together, and it was a big, uh, big fun group effort. I just got back from Lansing, Grand Rapids, and Detroit, so I want to thank everyone who came out to those stand-up shows and Kill Tony's and bought CDs and shirts. Everything helps out your boy. I appreciate it. Every little bit helps, man. And I got some new material I'm excited about that I wrote over the trip, so, you know, that's always fun. Joel, Tony, Redband, and Malcolm, we just were hitting different restaurants, hitting different shows, different hotels. It's fun to be on the, on the road with some boys, you know? But my boys, the group, the Kill Tony, Kill Tony boys. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool. We're we're definitely um, sincerely having the time of our lives together. So um, I appreciate all the uh, the support from everybody who showed up live. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm going to speed through this uh, podcast intro. I uh, am in between coming in and out of town from those Michigan shows, and uh, Pat Ray and I have a couple shows tonight that uh, I'm already looking like I might be late to. So I got to hustle through this. But I want to thank uh, the sponsors of the show, Bronxborn Pizza at Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon. Or yeah, you can visit Great Block Pizza in Santa Monica. Same owner, Thomas Schiffer. Thanks for helping out with the video on this podcast. And go to uh, if you haven't been watching this on YouTube, you got to check it out on YouTube. It's 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 so fun. Listen to the audio, and then if you get bored, go watch the video afterwards. Speedweed, the OG Kush sponsor, at Speedweed on Twitter. Thank you, Gino, for supporting the show always, hooking up the guests with that dang, dang goodness, that Kush. Email your boy, Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com if you'd like to sponsor the show 
Or, um, you know, do you want to do a product exchange or something? I'm cool with that too. Does anybody work at a music store that I know? My alto sax is, um, my sax, my baby sax. It's starting to uh, feel the road a little bit and screws are starting to pop out and stuff. So I kind of need to, to get that fixed or whatever. I don't know. Send me some reads or something. Let your boy know. That's, those sax products are expensive, you know what I'm saying? Looking for an instrument sponsor of this show. Get all saxy. You can support the show at jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donate button. If not, that's all good. I appreciate the support and uh, any tweets or Instagram posts or iTunes reviews. That all helps me out in different ways, so I appreciate that, guys. Let's get into the kindness challenge this week. Uh, usually, I don't know the person submitting the kindness challenge letters, but I met this guy after uh, the Reagan Watkins show that we headlined at Valley Bar in Phoenix. The music that you're going to hear while I read the letter comes from Joey Squid, and I actually met this dude in Lansing, Michigan, and Detroit. Another super cool guy uh, that I hit it off with after the show, and he gave me a CD. And, uh, you know, he came to support us at a couple of the different Kill Tony shows and stand-up shows in two different cities, so I wanted to support him right back in his band. His band is based out of Bunker Hill, Indiana. From their album Dirty Lips, you're listening to the band Bullhive with their song, God of Violence. I've always tried my best to help people in need and be kind to others. But after listening to your Kindness Challenge segment over and over again, I find it getting harder and harder to look the other way when someone's in need. I currently work at a pizza place, and there are always pizzas being thrown in the trash due to canceled orders and whatnot. So after work, I'll take any canceled orders and hand them out to the first few homeless people I find. Dude, I got a huge stinky hug from a guy the other day who was just so thankful that he didn't have to dig through a burning hot Phoenix dumpster for dinner. It was actually kind of nice. Anyway, your kindness challenge has been the reason I've done a lot of the things I've done lately, man. And honestly, I never thought I'd write one in. I imagine there are a ton of people who take part in these random acts of kindness who don't write in either. Even though your inbox may be sparse sometimes, I guarantee there are a lot more people out there receiving dirty homeless hugs because of you. It's powerful shit, man. That came from Jeremy Sanchez. Thank you, man. That's such a nice, freaking uplifting letter. Keep those kindness challenge letters coming, guys. I appreciate every single one that you guys send in. Email them to your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. That's Y O U R boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, the kindness challenge, if you don't know by now, I challenge you every week to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart. It can be something small for a stranger, it can be for somebody that you know. It doesn't matter as long as you're paying kindness forward to somebody else. Let's wrap this intro up. I'm on tour right now. My favorite things tour. That's what I called it. Uh, yeah, we just got done with our Michigan run, and I'm doing stand-up, Kill Tony, the Comedy Jam, stand-up on the spot, and Reagan and Watkins shows uh, all over the next couple of months in different cities around the United States. I'm very excited about this. And while I read the tour dates, I'm going to play one more song from Bullhive. This song is called Nicotine Haze. <laughs> I am at Just for Laughs Toronto this week with Kill Tony. Then uh, we also got San Francisco coming up, Connecticut. Tuesday, October 23rd, we're doing a live stand-up on the spot podcast recording in the belly room of the Comedy Store. That's Tuesday, October 23rd. Come to that. Also going to be in Phoenix coming up, Arizona at the All Things Comedy Festival with the Comedy Jam and hopefully some stand-up spots. New York, Boston, and we're doing a Texas run and more dates to be announced. Follow me on uh, social media at Jeremiah Standup and uh, you'll get all those tour dates and uh, specific info on what shows I'm doing and whatnot. 
Jay Larson. The guest today, he's one of those guys where my face just lights up whenever I see this dude, you know? He's just a, a pleasure to riff with and hang with, and uh, I wanted to get him on because uh, he, I've always loved his podcast, The Crab Feast, uh, for years that I've been listening to it, and uh, I think you should go see him on his tour that he's about to go on. So go see Jay Larson live, and uh, let's just get right into it. Without further ado, please welcome Jay Larson to Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> see how professional that was you see that you see that whoa he just did that hand clap that's some like i did that slate that hand clap to get this thing going that's some cat skill shit right there <laughs> right <laughs> that cat's in the cradle silver spoon oh, action right shit. there little boy blue and the man in the moon oh when you're coming back son i don't know when but we can get together when Half of was crazy. It was like back then they used to sing songs that really like were heartfelt and meant something. And had stories. Yeah. Now words are just sentences that don't even. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean anything. They're just comic book sound effects. Yeah. people like, yeah, that shit's dope right there. This guy's like, my mother left me in the other room. I got afraid of the man in the moon. I was born in a dumpster that day. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? Totally. <laughs> Super revealing. Jay Larson, I'm, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast, buddy. I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, dude, we're doing this one. Uh, I mean, for me, this is a this is a little bit of an early one. This is an earlier recording than usual. What do you mean? In the morning. In the morning. I appreciate you accommodating. No, I did. I wanted to have you on. I was. I like to accommodate the guests. You know, people. You know, I remember being a young comic like you. You could sleep to whenever you want. Now it's like, I remember like I, my son woke up at five this morning to go to the bathroom. And we're like, and my wife got up and I go, "What's he doing?" And she's like, "I don't know. He's gonna go to the bathroom." I go, "What time is?" She's like, "I don't know." And we just like tried to. Fill, I can't, it's tough for me to fall back to sleep once I'm up. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel good now. Like once I, I literally woke up to my wife going, there's a fly in the house. I can't repack the Amazon box and the printer's not working. She did all those at once. I was like, you're like, check with the IT guy. I know. I was like, I was like, yeah, good morning. <laughs> good to see you. Love you too, yeah, babe. To yeah. <laughs> so now that you get married, there's no more she goes, like. She goes, sorry, I've been up for two hours. Like, I'm like, all right. You're like, you know what? Whenever you, you're up in the morning, you, after you're up for a little bit, you feel like the world is up with you and you're just like going around. You know what I mean? Like Dude. neighbors, like yeah. with high heels sometimes, like I'm in an apartment complex. We're like, yeah, at like 7 a.m. Like, like, what are you doing? Dude, I used to do a bit way back in the day where if I like sometimes like I was like up early from like a bender or something like that. And I went to the coffee shop at like six. Yeah. And my hair was all messed up and everything. And I, and I was like, look at me out there doing it and then all of a sudden i see a guy come in like in a full suit like how are you mike you having a and you're like get the fuck out of here you people i know right just fully going for it yeah you're like dude it's you're making all of us look bad you're looking like a gq model yeah. at 6 a.m right now you already went to the gym yeah do you do you ever <laughs> exercise super early in the morning yeah yeah well now i do yeah i just started going to barry's boot camp dude wait what bet Barry's Boot Camp. Barry, wow, uh, Barry from Barry's Boot Camp uh, uh, is is calling in. Uh, actually, patched into the show. It sounds really nice. Hey, yeah, what's up? Uh, it's Barry, Barry's Boot Camp. 
Oh wow, uh, Barry. Yeah. What what kind of uh, what kind of exercises are you doing uh, with Jay Larson? <laughs> what aren't we doing? What Barry's are you doing? Camp. You're doing delts. You're doing tries. You're doing buys. You're doing quads. Are you doing all that? Don't you dare mention buys around me. Oh, you're you're not Barry's a fan. Barry's boot camp. You're not a, you're not a fan of working the buys at the. Uh, at Barry's Boot Camp? Listen, we work it all at Barry's Boot Camp. You ever heard of Tanodental Adults? Say that again? Tanodental Adults. Tanodental? No. Yeah, well, those are muscles you don't even know about. Here, I want to see if I can make you sound a little bit clearer, okay? Just hold on the line for a second, all right? There we go. I think I can hear you a little bit better. How's that? You hear me oh, yeah. Now? Dude, loud and clear now. I think you had some kind of reverb or something on your voice. I don't know. Like, were you in a well? What was going on there? Yeah, well, I sleep in a well. It's better for you when I wake up and get stuff <laughs> it's, done. It's better for your core, isn't it? Whenever you're, like, sleeping in a well, right? Well, I do crunches as I sleep. So, yeah. And in the well, it helps. It's rounded. I sleep sideways. You got to hold yourself up in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, would you recommend uh, that I sign up as well? Because Jay's been like just raving about Barry's boot camp, man. Hey, Barry, really big fan. Shut up, you pussy. Whoa, that's the way you talk to people in your classes? Barry's boot camp. You come to fucking drop weight or you don't come at all. <laughs> I mean, I like that as a slogan. That's a good like just right to the face, you know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Okay, well, uh, do I... Do I have to, like, audition to get into this I'll thing? be straight up with you, Jeremiah. I've watched the show, and I see your body makeup, and I don't think Barry's is the place for you. <laughs> you, you, you don't... You... I don't think this... <laughs> I'm watching the feed right now, and I... Even with those shorts, I don't know where you're going to work out at the boot camp. Wait, these... My denim <laughs> cutoff shorts that I made? You don't... If I was your boot camp leader, I'd tell you to go back home. Okay. Uh. Well, do you have, like, uh like a friend maybe that you can refer me to that uh that you might tell me might be a good idea for me to go to let me ask sally sally you think this guy can cut it over at sally's slam sluts yeah uh i think that uh, maybe he could come over to sally's maybe do some light yoga perhaps jeremiah that sounds like a good option for you i think i mean i think yoga might be definitely a good option for me Oh, just come on over. It's, it's very different and chill than Barry's, for sure. Hey, everything is chill at Barry's. It's just a matter of what your outlook is. Barry, nothing about what you're telling me sounds chill. People th- say I have a very chill voice. You do, you have the opposite of it. It, it is terrifying. It's true. It's so true. It like is when, true, Barry. Like, whenever people, like, like usually leave your place, they come over to me because I'm a little bit more inviting. Sally, let me tell you something. You, I, I'm not referring any more business to you. Listen up, you bitch. You better keep referring me or I'm going to cut your dick off. Oh! I, uh, uh, yeah, that's I, what I, I said. I'm, I'm taking my energy and I'm going to squat on your face and take a dump. Uh, 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 oh! I, I got to go. I got a protein shake in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, you better, you bitch. See you later. We just lost Sally and wow. Barry. That, that was, was heated. That was a heated. We just saw a breakdown, a turf war happen right in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> Different workout places. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, 
Barry's boot camp. They are hardcore on you in there. Uh huh. Like they're hardcore, and I want to like go up to them. Like it was my first. I've only gone like four times, and I want to each class go up to the instructor and be like, "Yo, just a heads up. I'm 40 pounds overweight. I'm 43 years old, and I haven't worked out like this maybe in four years." Yeah. So, but then they're still in there like, come on, I know you got more. And you're just like, you know, I don't. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for yelling. I know it's I know it's a lot. It's okay. <laughs> I, I went to, uh, so Marilyn Rice Cub, uh, her husband owns like a, uh, a CrossFit kind of place. Yeah. It's like workout stations though, right? And so I went with Josh Adam Myers, our mutual friend. Who? Josh Adam Myers. It sounds familiar. I just can't. Dude, Josh Adam Myers. Wait, Sandy Danto? No, no, no. Josh Adam Myers. Josh Adam Myers. Well, I guess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I guess Sandy Danto talks like this, too. <laughs> Have you heard Sandy's? Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, of course Josh took you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I almost passed out because I hadn't worked out in forever. And it was like a 40 to 50 minute workout where you go around the stations like six times or something. So. Yeah. First three times, I'm like this is hilarious, this is fun. We're comedians making fun of working out and stuff. Four times, start moving a little bit slower, and yeah. I start feeling, you know, that that that, yeah. that queasy feeling in your stomach and your throat. And then by the end, like the instructor like pulled me aside and sat me out. He's like, "You need water and you need to chill out." Shut up. Because I'm one of those guys who just keep going hard in the paint, like yeah. like until my body like literally just shuts oh, down. I'm I'm too old. I pull myself out like out of that like class. At Barry's mm-hmm. on Monday, halfway through, I was just like, "All right, I'm 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 in for the long haul. I'm yeah, not, I'm not trying to to do. I'm not trying to like change myself today." It took me back to like high school basketball when coaches would be like make you do suicides and sprints, and I would literally start blacking out while I was I was doing that. Yeah, and it like you start seeing stars around you. That's what it took. Did you play sports back in high school? You know I did. Oh, I know you did, son. Soccer and baseball, baby. Yeah. What's up, baby? Oh. Our, and our, our soccer team was like historically terrible, and then we got this like new JV coach came in when I was a freshman. Yeah, and when we had double sessions, did you ever have double sessions? Uh, like two days. Yeah, two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the week before school started, yeah, like you go and we had two days, and his whole thing, this new guy, was sprints. Every day we do. If anyone was slacking, <laughs> on the line sprints. End of practice sprints. And I remember like he would like JV varsity. We'd all practice together, and he would run everyone, even though he was the JV coach. And he would sit there, and it'd be like the end of practice, and we'd be doing sprints, and he'd be like, "Look around. Look at the other fields. Football team went in." lacrosse went in everybody's in and he used to say and i thought it was the coolest thing he goes in the last five minutes of every game you guys are going to be the best conditioned team so or the last 10 minutes when they're sucking wind you guys are going to be able to keep going keep going and the whole program turned around and since i've left which was i mean 24 years ago (laughs) they've won like five state titles yeah yeah same guy Nah, he left. But our <laughs> no. our varsity coach. But his Yoda teachings were passed down you know from generation you know to generation. Saying? No, but like our our varsity coach, uh, Jimmy Carino. What's up, Jim? What's up, Jimmy? Man, he uh, he he started the soccer program in our whole town, and so he won all those titles and like stuck it out and like turned the. Now it's like a huge. We used to be a football town. Now we're a soccer town. Whoa! You know what I mean? What position did you play? Midfield, baby. Oh, yeah? And sometimes striker. You like to dabble forward and backwards. Okay. <laughs> I play them both. Son. You play them both. Son. Side okay. to side, baby. <laughs> yeah. Did you, what did you play? Man, I played goalie for years. 
I was a good goalie. Mm-hmm. Really good. Whenever yeah. I whenever I played in uh in grade school and stuff, I was uh I was ranked in the state. Damn. Yeah. Cause you all long and shit. I'm all long and I'll be like, yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Catch him with that W, baby. Yeah, that W. Uh-huh. W. And then I had no fear, like uh, you know, whenever like as that a sponsorship? Happens. Yeah, I had no fear uh sponsored yeah, yeah. as my goalie hat. I would put that you know what's funny enough? No I used fear. to wear a no fear hat sometimes whenever I was a goalie. <laughs> You know it's hilarious in in high school. My buddy's dad got a no fear like you know those like on your windshield you put up the top for like the to, decals. Like, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To stop the sun, you know. Okay. And he put it on backwards, and it said refon. And he's like, "Yeah, look at it, man. Yeah, look at that refon, man." They <laughs> <laughs> were like, "What does that mean?" It's like, man, it's even like more in deep than no, no fear. It's like. It's like it's that next level shit yeah it's internal man. it's internal like it's already been internalized you've already eaten it you've already spit it around take that reef home baby (laughs) but i would go out there whenever like you know if you had a one-on-one moment with a keeper yeah i had no fear about going out there and like battling and i got kicked a bunch like sliding in i would just yeah i'd just go for it I love it. Yeah. I play goalie for a little bit. Like, cause everyone like wants to play goalie at some point. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, everybody's like, I think I can do better than that guy. Yeah. And it's I played hard indoor. I play goalie and I loved grade. indoor. Yeah. And I a lot to, of people out here haven't played indoor. They're like, huh? Indoor. I'm like, like why dude. do you have to play indoor? You're like, dude, you want to play. You indoor. want to. It's freaking so fun. Yeah. It's the best. But, um, I remember we had like stands at midfield, you know what I mean? And like our friends would come watch games and like during goal kicks, I would just like whoever's defending me, I would just start walking and then they'd be standing there and I'd just walk right into them and just like keep walking. And my friends would be like, give it to them. Like they could, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We had, uh, I played this uh, with this uh, intramural team, this like rec league in, uh, in college. And this was so dumb. Uh, We, uh, (laughs) this is like a joke in the league. And now I look back on, I'm like, nah, it's a little bit racist. I can see why, why people got upset. We were the team name was called Border Patrol. <laughs> oh my god! And we had like fake badges on the front, and it said Border Patrol on the back. Jesus! Because we knew we were playing against a lot of Mexican dudes. Yeah. And we got we ended up getting in one. Our team got in a fight with an all Mexican team because one of our guys was playing a little bit dirty, and one of their guys started the game off playing so dirty because they saw our jerseys. <laughs> and it went into an all-out brawl, and I was like on the sidelines. And uh, and and the fight started, and the ref looks at me because uh, I'm about to hop o- the fence and go yeah. over and endure. And he goes, "If you hop over, you're all getting ejected. And like like even if if you're going to try help, you're you're getting ejected." I'm like, "Dude, come on, everybody's fight. I gotta go help on my friends." And, and then like it kept escalating. He goes, "All right, get out there, <laughs> dude." And I had to go out there, and I was just like, "Hey, hey, come and say, come and say." <laughs> like I was like. Dude, that's exactly the same exact thing happened to me. Yeah? The same exact thing. Indoor soccer, Woburn, Massachusetts, huge brawl. I was in the middle of it just pulling people off. Yeah, I didn't have that. And then, like, I was so enraged because I don't – I've never fought. I just don't like it. I just – I don't – it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? But I had so much anger because I was in the middle of this brawl and I didn't hit anyone. I didn't get hit. I ripped everyone off. I broke the whole thing up. And then afterwards, I was, like, punching a wall. My friend's like, are you okay? What happened? I'm like – you didn't see the turmoil we were just in? Yeah. Like you gotta get it out somehow I, I, yeah. at that point. Um, but we one day in indoor soccer I had a free kick and this kid was talking so much shit and he didn't like back up to give space. And I just I hit a line drive into his nuts. He went down, the ball rolled back to me, and I one timed it back post 
Boom, indoor. Whoa. And I used to wear like green gazelles. Yeah, you with did. With yellow socks. Ooh. Green gazelles. I guess every time you say green gazelles, uh, uh, a fairy drops by. <laughs> Hello, I'm a green gazelle. And I've come <laughs> to tell you about the wonders of soccer. What is this? Is this a soccer fairy that's calling in? I am. I've, I've always heard about you. Like whenever I used to play soccer, like a lot of my friends who played football called us soccer fairies. But I did. I didn't really understand that it was a real thing. That it was a, an actual figment, like of like a unity of of a being. Oh, Jeremiah! I've always been close to the soccer games, and I remember many times being on your shoulder. Wait, were you the one that helped me score that goal back in 1998? Whenever, like, I had that showdown, whenever they actually let me play forward a few times? Well, I won't say for sure it was me, but I do remember once in 2001, you went to do a tinkle, tinkle, tinkle in the woods, and I was right there with you all along. Wait, hold up. Um, You watched me in the woods? I didn't watch you. I helped you. Wait. I mean, I was having a little bit of trouble getting the urine out of my penis because I was worried about, you know, people, people watching, watching and stuff, and stuff like, like, that. like that. I get that. Yeah, yeah but I, th- I still think it's weird that there was like a fairy watching. Yeah, hey, uh, soccer fairy, why why wouldn't you just like give me some uh, privacy or whatever? No fairy is allowed to give privacy because not only are we with you, we're inside you. Okay. The, the longer that we have this conversation, the more that you're I'm kind of... inside you. <laughs> right now? Today, yesterday, and every day before and following this. <laughs> Soccer fairy, I got to admit, I don't know if I appreciate uh, how loose you're being with me. And, and you're kind of putting me on blast right now in front of a lot of people. That... Do you remember when you were in fifth? grade you were playing soccer and some parents brought orange slices and you said oh i love orange slices yeah of course we all love orange slices that's that not a very specific me, memory the fairy. <laughs> oh really every single time orange slices came that's the soccer fairy i'm supposed to believe that every single time jeremiah Oh. And every time you butt into a pizza, pizza, and every time you look into your wife's eyes, know that I'm inside you, and I'm inside her too. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to wonder if this is a demon and not a soccer fairy, because the things that you're saying, it doesn't sound like stuff that a fairy says. Who knows the difference between love and hate better than the soccer fairy? I'll be straight up, dude. This is one of the weirdest podcasts. Dude, I, I was just thinking the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that, like, you, you hopped back in because there was a soccer fair that was on the line that was freaking me out, and I think we lost her, fortunately, <sighs> but things got off the rails dude, real, real quick, quick, bro. Dude, real quick, bro. Real quick, Real quick. Real, real quick. <sighs> Man. You know what I want to tell you? So, when I'm heading over here this morning, yeah, I stopped to get coffee in, like, mid-city. Mm-hmm. And I roll in, I see this guy, and I just look at him, and he looks at me, and then he looks away, then he looks at me again, and I go, what's your name, dude? And he goes, Scott. And I'm like, that's right. What's up, man? And he goes, yeah, how did, 
what's your name? And I'm like, Jay. He goes, how do I know you? And I go, I met you 13 years ago at a party in Marina Del Rey. And he goes, oh, that's right. I go, remember, we were both trying to get the same girl. And he goes, holy cow, dude. Yeah. And he goes, what's up? I'm like, I married her, bro. We got two kids. <laughs> and he goes, no way. And I end up sitting there talking for like 15 minutes. Met him once at this party. We were both after my wife, Kate. And uh, like, it's still a joke today. Like me and my wife will be like, remember that guy? That was your guy. You wanted him. So then I, I, so we caught up. He just like lived in Italy for a year with his like wife and they just traveled around. And I'm like, how'd you do that? And he goes, you know, we just decided we weren't getting any younger. Called my wife and I'm like, do you want to know what you missed out on? Do you want to know what life you could have had? <laughs> and I told her, Italy. Like, you could have been in Italy for a year <laughs> traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I thought I thought you were uh, literally just like yanking this guy's chain. Like you were like messing with him. No. But like this story is like even better that like it was the actual guy. It was. The I dude. thought you were pulling a Larson where you're like, don't I know you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, that, that totally. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I have done that, but no, not with this guy. Dude, that's bizarre. Yeah, it was. Isn't it weird sometimes truly how small the world feels? Yeah, well, that's what he said. He goes, dude, it's so crazy. What are the chances of you guys running into each other again? Well, here's the thing. He goes, you know what's crazy? He goes, I was just thinking the other day about my friend Adam. That's how I knew him is he met my friend Adam Mm because they're both from Chicago out here. And he goes, I was thinking him like two days ago. I go, you know what, dude? I don't think it's crazy. I think it was just the universe being like, hey, you're going to meet that guy Jay again whose chick you wanted. And he got, and then uh, <laughs> he totally <laughs> got. took her. <laughs> Couple kids. Hello. Hello. Had sex twice. What's up? <laughs> and uh, so I don't even. I don't even believe in small world anymore. I just think it's like that's the way everything's supposed to happen. It's just supposed to unfold that way. Yeah. I uh, we're going backwards, not forward. Whoa. True time traveling stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Mm, getting deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, the uh, the first time I really got to know you. Because uh, we kind of knew each other a getting little bit. Getting to know you. Getting to know you. Oh. Getting to know about you. Oh, wow. Getting to look this a segment and everything. Getting to know you, Jay Larson. I like that right there. You have a good voice, too. Oh, thanks, man. Haven't I heard you sing elsewhere? Yeah, I do stuff with like Pat Reagan and stuff. We're actually yeah. about to release our debut album. I mean, I feel like you've been recording this thing for months. Dude, it's been, well. Every you, time I see a video back in the studio, you guys. <laughs> come on, son. I mean, dude, it's been Shit. such a hard, long journey. Reagan and Watkins. Ooh, I like that. That sounds nice. Dude, we, we originally, like a year, year and a half ago, started recording the album. Yeah. We did most of the tracks. We got them back from the engineer, and we're like, no, no boy, not no. good enough. Ugh. And we started over. Good for you. Yeah, we just didn't want to rush it. Like, yeah, well, that's good, because sometimes people throw out something that's like half-baked. They, sounded like, like, the they sounded like demos, and we're like, dude, it took so long to write these songs and rehearse them. Like, we got to make sure. They just weren't recorded quite to the T, but sure. these new ones, like, I'm pumped about. Yeah, what's up, son? What's up, dog? Yeah, what's up, baby? So the first time we really got to know each other, uh, you were headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store. I was going to go feature for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember how it started, because we kind of knew each other before that, but like, I was like, I hate driving alone. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to hit up. Jay, I don't know him that well, but I'm going to see if we can ride down to La Jolla together. 
Which makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the best weekend. Oh, my God. Like, we had a blast. The, the drive down, like, right away, like, immediately, I was like, this guy is freaking dope, dude. Dope. <laughs> and this is how I knew that we were going to be friends for life. La Jolla condo, we get all settled and situated. We're going to take, like, naps or whatever, like, uh, before the show and do our own showers and everything. And Jay walks into my room completely butt naked and he goes you know i have a r- real big problem with people who don't know how to <laughs> to understand deal with other boundaries. Under- understand boundaries yeah. i don't i don't i don't understand people don't get like people need their personal space and he's looking at me dead serious completely naked and i'm like this dude and you're dying and I'm you're like dying. i think you said to me like dude i was going to do the same bit <laughs> you know cuz for when you're like married too I don't get to do what you know. I get to mess with my wife a little. Yeah, that's going on right now. But I don't like get to uh, joke like when you're with comics. Comics, no. we can do whatever we want. Whatever. And who was that kid? Don't you remember that kid that was also there who was like hosting? And he, we went to eat, oh. and he left his car somewhere, and he got a ticket, and he was like complaining about it, and he kept complaining about this thing, and then finally I was like, "Would you stop complaining? It's your fault." Who was? It's your fault, dude. I forget who. Frick, I can't. I, I don't care. I don't yeah, yeah, remember. Yeah. I I I just want to remember the situation that he was in, and he kept remember like we're at, at brunch at that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like I hit my limit with him. Like, dude, what are you not getting here? You fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but we had a blast. But we had a blast, and then later, uh, later like the next day, uh, like uh, before the show, um, I went into his room <laughs> completely naked. I go. Dude, I, did I, I think I, I, I hit my alarm late. Did we miss the show? <laughs> like all like like running and sweating. He's like, all right, I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just a bit that's been done. It's a bit that's been done among comics. But we but. had fun. I, I just always love that you, you have like six different ways to do comedy. You know what I mean? You yeah. can do music. You can do straight stand-up, all these different things. And I remember being impressed and being like, ah, oh, shit, I just kind of do one thing. Oh no, the medieval monks of the show are calling back in. Jeremiah. Oh, uh hello. Uh, um uh we haven't heard from the medieval monks in a while on this show. Uh do you guys have any past or future updates that you want to share for the show? Uh we noticed you haven't been talking about God much lately. Oh, um, haven't been talking much about God. Uh, good dude. Uh, what exact? Uh, what do you want me to say? I would like to know, or rather, we, if you believe in the proverbial we. Do you believe in him, Jeremiah, or have you lost your way? No, I. You know, I, I, I do believe in God. It's one of those things where uh, I try not to. Uh, to talk about it too much on the podcast because I don't want to I don't want to uh, exclude anybody for for what they they believe or anything like that and make them feel uncomfortable if I'm talking about my beliefs. But yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, it sounds to us like you don't believe. It. Wow. Uh, we have to go. Okay. Uh, you know. Yo, I'm just gonna say, Jeremiah, that's some fucked up shit, man. Yo, Barry, you're back, Yo, I'm dude. I'm just saying, man. It, you know how we say, we say, 
God, country, you know. And My country, Tizavi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying them monks, man. They I. Now, are you hanging out with those monks? You sound like you're back in the well that you man, came from, dude. That's where I live, baby. <laughs> you live in that well, dog. <laughs> dude, that, that sounds straight up evil whenever you laugh. Yeah, well, you know, that's just shit. Man, I didn't know. Like, you get a lot of calls coming in. I man. know, dude. It's kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, true. when like, on, on your podcast and stuff, like, do you, did you guys talk much about religion or anything like that? I mean, we would with certain people, like, especially guests. Like, there's a lot of comedians that, like, grew up, like... Well, whenever I did the Crab Feast, like, we talked a lot about, like, my church camp experiences and yeah. stuff like that because they're just bizarre. You, Pete Holmes, was going oh, yeah. to be a priest or a pastor. Yeah, he was, like, going to seminary school, right? Well, he went to Gordon College, which is a very Catholic... I think it's, like, yeah, that's, like, putting you... To, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Ari Shafir, you yeah. know, he was going to be a rabbi. Yeah. He was deep, deep cut, and like you, li- you watch his act, you're like Jesus. He was. Oh, Could dude. you imagine if that was your? Ra- <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, Ari? What's up, Ari? How you doing, man? So we would always like kind of get into you know whatever. You know, it's just funny because like in comedy, so many of us have either had some kind of tormented thing or like we have a perspective to see the world in a way that you're just like. No, man, religion's a joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then you see so many people still relate to it and find a, find like peace within it and sure. a way to like view the world. And like our kids now, they go to a Lutheran preschool, so they have church once a week. And my friend was like, you really want them going to church once a week? And I'm like, you know what? You know what they're learning? Being kind to each other people. You're learning like these fundamentals that people who might be athe like, you know, I have family members that are atheists now and their kids have nothing. Like we don't go to church, but we they go at school and we right. talk about God and I definitely believe in something like a higher power or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I th- well, I, I think that going off the church thing, like as far as kids, because I went many times a week when I was a kid, there's little, at least, scrapping, taking the religion out of it completely or the belief system, just the moral building blocks 100%. that they're teaching as kids. Because, like, I used to, I was on the other extreme, like, where they, like, beat it into us, like, if you're not kind to of others, you're going to hell. Yeah. Like, like that's it was, even I mean, dude, it was, like, super intense. Like, like it would be one of those things where, If you do not do kind unto others as you would have them do unto you, you will burn in a fiery lake of hell. <laughs> what do you think, Jeremiah? It's Sunday morning. I'm just trying to, you know. You know, man, we got soccer this afternoon. I just figured church, donuts, and soccer. I don't know. I was thinking about getting some Capri Suns and some orange peels later. Seriously. Oh, you will burn forever if you do not treat others nicely and you sin against the Lord. So it was a little bit intense. It was a little, little bit different. Yeah, dude. That but there's, is, uh... there's pros and cons. There's also, I think it had to be heavily dependent on the Sunday school teachers and the uh, and, and different pastors because it's not like you, ha- you had the same one growing up. You know what I mean? It's just like there's different ones yeah. all throughout, just like teachers in grade school and middle school. Yeah. I mean, I, I is that coming off me? No. Well, yeah. No, you're good. Check, check. I always remember having uh I like church. Like it was a it's like we would go and we'd see all of our friends and like 
I kind of like the ritual of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think religion is a tough thing, especially because like if you like, I don't know. I, I would have to do more research on like what the building blocks of it were and when it really. Yeah, I don't enjoy from. the ritual anymore. I don't, go, I, don't, I don't. I don't go to like. I don't go to church anymore. Yeah, I just don't. I'd rather have my own beliefs and yeah. relationship and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think you can kind of carve out your own, and then uh, you know, instill. I keep telling my wife, I'm like, you know what? I want our church to be with our kids volunteering. I want to like set up where like Sundays we go volunteer as a family and teach them like that's the way to see the world and that's the you know when they get a little older they're not old enough right now to like be helping out and shit <laughs> right you want some more mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I would love it to be yeah because I think that's like a great way to you know show kids that hallelujah oh wow it's uh it's the choir from uh, my church whenever i was growing up hallelujah. uh i used to play uh i used to play saxophone at church and, and did you really i, I did man. and that was considered like edgy bro. oh hell yeah yeah dude. man that sexual instrument you know i was the I only mean? saxophonist in that church band hi how many people are in that band man there's like three other people no for real there's a trumpet player there's sometimes uh a uh a clarinet player and then there's always like an organ or yeah. pianist my every once a- in a while we'd have a, tr- uh, a trombone but oh, yeah yeah my mom's a choir director at a church oh really she plays organ and i she used runs to do choir church choir i used to do church band i used to do all the church plays man i used to kill those kill those church plays dude i used to do the church tap dancing you know what i mean what is that there's no such thing baby <laughs> Um, what, so you what think, plays were you doing? So you think you can church dance? <laughs> it's just like a lot of like <laughs> like bowing and like like praising and, and stuff, praying and just like shimmying and like feeling the spirit. I have come in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember some of the plays. I think I played Moses in one. Uh, there's definitely like. Like, uh, man, that's probably Amazon Prime. It's all good, dog. Okay, <laughs> man, baby. we get those Amazon okay. Prime. Sometimes I get, sometimes I get the that Amazon Prime guy. Yo, Jeremiah, it ain't Amazon Prime, man. It's me, Barry. Oh, Barry, why are you at my door, man? Why are you knocking on the door? I'm about to work you out, son. Why, man? You must know that I'm like on a different diet right now, Barry. I mean, what different diet you on? Barry, you might think this is uh, silly, but uh, I'm on the keto diet right now. Break that down for me. I know so many dudes doing keto, and I just feel like anyone that does keto eventually is not going to be doing keto. Oh, no, no. I definitely am not going to be doing it. Uh, It's like you eat meat and cheese, and that's it? Meat, cheese, anything that's, like, low-carb, but you can have as much as you want. Like, you can have, like, all the – like, I had, like, a a burrito last night, right? But without the wrap? But without the tortilla. So I had all, like – I had the sour cream, the cheese, like, the carne asada, all that stuff. You can have that. But the tortilla is what's like really bad on sure. this diet out of it. But how long you been doing it, dude? I'm like a week and a half in. And oh it's shit, rough. man! You in for life, it's baby? Rough, man. Woo. No, is it? Is I'm it, doing it because my wife. My wife wanted to try it. She's like, "I'll do it if you do it with me." I was like, oh, "All right, I'll do it." I just, I, you know, I've tried every single diet ever, you know, because I've been overweight for like nine years. Yeah. And I told my wife, I'm like, I'm just done. I'm just done being overweight. Mm-hmm. But like, what we do is shake in the morning. I drink 
this energy drink during the day. Yeah. And then I'll have like nuts or cashews as snacks. Sure. Salad. And then I just eat a normal meal. And you can I we have carbs. We just we just take smaller portions. I think like the only way to really diet is to just live your life and just be like, hey, if, if I continue to work out and don't look at it as this like I want to drop 30 pounds in two months kind of shit. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to normal eating because, dude, this is literally the longest I've gone without pizza in maybe years. I eat so much pizza every week, and I've gone a week and a half without it. Yeah. That is so long for me. Yeah. I usually have pizza at least once every, at least the longest will be five days. So you just like eating wheels of cheese and shit? Yeah. <laughs> just like literally cheese sticks, like like tons of like like pastrami ham turkey eggs eggs are like a good filler yeah there's different keto like options that my wife made like there's like a keto chili it's like like spinach and like high on meat and like some different stuff and yeah see we did like we're doing these like healthy meal options and like a turkey chili but with like um (sighs) what i can't do the turkey based stuff like the turkey ground up turkey no well you could do beef you know, because you can do ground beef, yeah, but like, like do beans. Beef. You know what I mean? You do beans see, you can't shit. do beans on this freaking diet. You can't do white beans. Mm, I like don't know. Cannellini, what's up, Cannellini? <laughs> Wait, Cannellini, where you at? Yeah, Cannellini yeah. sounds like you, like a little like uh, Italian deli owner. <laughs> I thought like, it's hey, my name Cannellini. Cannellini. Okay, now uh, what can I get you? I'd like some provolone in your sandwich, or uh, yeah, I like a pasta. Sa- you do a pasta salad? Uh, of course, you do a pasta salad. Uh, do you like uh, uh, ricotta noodles? Or, uh, uh, I don't not ricotta. I like ricotta in my uh, omelets. Oh, you like the ricotta cheese in your omelet? Yeah. Okay. We, we can do an omelet for you. We can do pasta. What do you want then, huh? You have omelets? We got everything in this deli. We got pasta. <laughs> it's cannellini. It's What are you talking about? See, I thought cannellini sounded like a, like an old race car driver, Formula One, like, and cannellini coming around the front of the He's uh, number one cannellini. <laughs> sounds like a race driver. I thought you were doing like he was a horse jockey I, for a I, second. I, I'm not good at that. Coming around the corner. It's cannellini. He's leading on the front. He's going to the back. He's going to the back again. He's going to the back. He's climbing. 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 Yo, who that? I said, open that goddamn door, Jeremiah. I said, open that goddamn. Man, these these Amazon people? Prime people are freaking aggressive. Can I drop the reel on you? What? We 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 canceled Amazon. Did you? Everything. That's gotta be real hard. And we were Prime. We canceled Prime, Amazon, everything. It's been like almost a month. Almost a month. How you doing, man? We're doing good. We're doing good. Way. nowhere near the packages you know it's just like yeah things that we would normally get delivered like you know diapers like uh paper towels all that basic stuff you just order on the reg that just keeps coming yeah no mas baby wow you feel better though it doesn't bother me yeah i'm glad i mean and we just did it but like we'll just have to go to target and stuff like that more you know just get it all in one place but but maybe it's good to get out of the house a little bit more i mean you get i mean you can still have places with like what like the amount sometimes if you're ordering stuff online all the time then it's like yeah. oh man yeah it's just it's it's a ton best horse racing story i ever heard i got this buddy richard who's a he's an arms dealer okay and uh he's got this crazy voice like this and he 
he was talking about coolers. You know what a cooler is? No, what's a cooler? Like when you're gambling, like if like you're like on a hot. Remember that movie, The Cooler, with uh, William H Macy and Alec Baldwin? No. Oh, dude, it's a really good movie. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. No, uh, Al- was Alec Baldwin? Was he the the guy who? No, he was like the he was like the head of the casino who employed William H. Macy to, to cool down tables. So when people are in hot streaks, a cooler is a guy who's bad luck and shows we up. You gotta send people. somebody over to table four. Yeah, and that's what he would do. <laughs> exactly. And it'd be William H. Macy. And it was like him trying to get out of this life of being a loser. He was wow. a loser. It's a really, it's a sad, It's it's got like that depressing kind of like the wrestler kind of vibe yeah. to it, you know? Anyway, my buddy Richard is like, do you believe in coolers, Jay? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he goes, I'll never forget the time we were at the track. I was there with my friend Fat Simon. We'd all bet on the same horse. And I go, yeah. And he goes, the horse was coming around the final turn. Fat Simon goes, we're in the clear. I said, you shut your mouth, you fat fuck. He goes, Jay, two seconds later, a German shepherd ran onto the track and spooked our horse. He went from first to fourth. We all lost our money. And he goes, Fat Simon, Jay, the cooler. <laughs> that's all real that's about. a great story uh he's a great hilarious dude i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch this cooler movie it's depressing it's depressing hey why don't you go over to table six and maybe uh maybe uh jay maybe break some legs or something well maybe spill some drinks on a guy's confidence what do you think <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know if i feel good about that i just thought maybe i'd go over and and just grab jay, a, I'm jay, just, jay 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 I, I mean i got comped at the buffet so i just figured i'd yeah, you work for me now, okay? Well, I actually I work um Yeah, okay, Alec. Hey. I work for your hair is who I'm working you for. You want to work for my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his comedians in cars getting coffee? I'm about to answer this door. You go ahead. I mean, if you I mean, we're editing anyway, right? No, it usually goes straight through. I don't know what the like what is going on. Who's there? Who there? What? Manager. Oh, man. I'm doing a podcast right now. Sounds like he might need you. I mean, go for it. We're already done right. this. Man. You frick. still there? All right. One second. He's serious. Yeah, I think it was a scheduled thing I mean, that I forgot be, about. Oh, this will be a thing. Go ahead. This will be a thing. Keep, keep talking. Yeah, we'll I'll see. Keep All right. Keep entertaining. As Jeremiah heads to the door, we wait to see what happens. He opens it. His manager looks in. He's a middle-aged Asian man with glasses. He's wondering what's going on. Jeremiah is inquisitive. Turns out there's something that needs to happen in the apartment. Jeremiah is concerned, but not as concerned as the man is about Jeremiah's jean shorts. He turns and leaves. He's an Asian man who colored his hair blonde. He's not sure why he did it. It wasn't bleach blonde, like a cool Asian guy. It was like, oh, it was his hair? Did he do his? All right, hold on. Did he do his, is his hair blonde? Yeah, it's bleached. Yeah, but it's not like bleach bleach. You know, like when Asian dudes. And We're going to keep this thing going. I don't freaking care. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been done before. A city inspection on a podcast. There's like five dudes in my house now. This is wild, people. Woo! They're testing alarms and stuff. This is man, getting things are going down. I, has, I don't think a city inspection has ever happened on a podcast before, man. I don't man. think so either. 
How's everything look, guys? The men look around the apartment inquisitively as Jeremiah and Jay wonder, what are they doing here? Jeremiah wonders why. How's it look? Good stuff. What about the wall art? You like the wall art? You guys take that into consideration? No? He what? didn't take that into what consideration. What about that giraffe? No. What do you think about that giraffe? It's a sexy giraffe. Sexy giraffe. Do you hear that? Sexy giraffe. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, Well, we're going right now. Do you want to join us? No. Yeah, all right. You're busy? Yeah. All right. <laughs> this has to be one of the most bizarre moments I've ever had on a podcast. He he asked us off camera. He said, what do you guys talk about? And I said, do you want to come on the show? He said, nah. Yeah, I'll get in trouble. I'll get in trouble. I don't know. They're going to go attach them right now. Yeah. It's, looks like your smoke detectors are out. Yeah, maybe, man. Looks like one of them might be. This is I love city work. There's three dudes. There's three of them. Three guys to check that smoke detector, huh? Oh, you're oh, training. We're training somebody? Training a new guy? All right. Yeah, right now it literally uh the door is like it was like the SWAT team of city city you inspection. <laughs> you're like he's like, I can hear them laughing and talking. Oh, we're all good. See? Later, guys. Man, sometimes you got to push through stuff. Make Get it happen. I don't side. know. I don't know if that's Break if on that, I don't know if that's a huge dent in this podcast listen. How did it feel? Man, I got to say what a pussy you are, Jeremiah. I would have told him, "Get the fuck out here. I'm in the middle of shit." Barry, here's the issue is uh this is a little bit on me uh because <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because there was a written notice that they were going to come between 10 and noon today, but it was one of those things where I had to reschedule with the guest that was scheduled yesterday, Yeah. so, so I forgot that this, that this was actually going on today. Yeah, man. Well, let me just tell you some shit right now. You start coming to Barry's fucking boot camp, you ain't messing shit up like that, player. And I don't give a fuck who canceled when they can. Whatever. All right, Barry. Uh, well, Jay, uh, this is that's uh, on me then. I, a little bit. No. Nah, I mean, I guess so. We'll go. <sighs> I think I'll keep it in just for. It's been a long six days for me. Has it? Oh yeah. What's been going on, man? You know, sometimes life just starts tackling you, starts, and you got to fight back, and you just like yeah, you know, and then you know, you misread text. I misread two texts, yours. And then this other guy, I hit him up like we're doing this road date together. And I go, hey, man, what's up with that date? And he goes, oh, man, I, I was waiting to hear back from you. And I, I reread his text. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could. He basically said like, hey, so I think Milwaukee's not going to happen. And I don't know about Fort Wayne. You want to just shelf? You want to just shelf it? Uh, and I thought he meant shelf both of them. But what he meant was shelf Milwaukee and move forward with Fort Wayne. Which, by the way, Fort Wayne, I'll be out there in Indianapolis. What's up, baby? Yeah. October. Yeah, you know. You ever been out to Fort Wayne? Uh, multiple times, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. With I, Kill Tony. You guys were just uh, there. We were just there, and then I headlined a uh, comedy festival there the year before. Oh, dope. The Mommy, Mary, and Joseph. is. Uh, it's like a newer festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fort Wayne, dude, people are super cool out there and super 
appreciative for us to go out there because they said that they don't get much comedy out there. I'm going to yeah. where you guys did Kill Tony. Oh, dude, it'll be fun. Let's do it, right? Or is that the name of it? Uh, Let's Fest or whatever. Let's Fest. Yeah, like I've, something what, like that. Yeah. The people who run that. That's exactly They're good people. the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a cool venue. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Let's get yeah. into this next segment Fanning Out. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. At the Logan Hazlitt on Instagram, what was your worst heckler moment? like and how did you handle the situation do you have a worse heckler story i don't i haven't like ever been heckled to a point where like someone was saying something that i felt terrible yeah but but you but you do a lot of crowd work though so sometimes people can come back at you with something that you might might catch you off guard a little bit if someone comes back with something that's hilarious i will definitely acknowledge i'm like you're just like that was hilarious yeah kudos to you the worst thing that happened wasn't even someone's fault i just had these two twins in the front row and I didn't know they were twins. They're like older. And I go, are you guys wearing the same? Sh-? This is at the, the OR at the comedy store. I go, yeah. you guys wearing the same sneakers? And they go, yeah. I go, why? They go, because we're twins. And I go, yeah, well, you're not eight. <laughs> why are you still wearing the same kicks? And then it was the day before Mother's Day. And I'm like, where are you guys from? Like St. Louis. I'm like, why aren't you at home with your mom? And one dude just looked at me and was like, and I go, I'm, is she no longer with us? And they go, yeah. And the room was real quiet. And I made a joke with another couple that I've been talking to. So it like diffused the room. But one of the brothers just stared off for like the next two minutes and then got up and left. And afterwards, and when I got off, the other brother left. And I grabbed him like, dude, I'm so sorry, man. I, you know, and he goes, no, dude, you were hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, but your brother seemed really upset. And he's like, yeah, you know. And I go, is this recent? And he goes, yeah, that's why we came out here was like to get away from like <laughs> thinking about her. And I was like, they probably bought the sneakers for the trip or some shit. And I was just like, oh, man. So... I kind of heckled myself, I guess. Yeah, that, I mean, that'll happen sometimes. It's easy, like, whenever you engage with people, like, I put my foot in my mouth all the freaking time. Yeah. I don't think heckling's that big as people, what people think. I don't think it's as big as people think, but I think that it also depends on the quality of show you're doing. If you're doing a lot of clubs and stuff, they don't allow that. But if you're doing, like, weird one-nighters and bars and stuff, that's where all the heckling happens because there's no restrictions. There's not somebody at the door being like, Hey, turn off your cell phone. Like, don't heckle the comedians. Sure. All that. I did a show in Oregon years ago when I was first starting, and like, it was in a bar, and the front row were all like biker dudes and chicks. And that's, I mean, I just don't know how to relate to that kind of those. That's just not me, you know? And these dudes wouldn't stop talking. And, I, and finally, I just go, Hey, you. Yeah, you, you fat fuck. How about you shut your fucking goddamn mouth before I come down there and I shut it for you? And the whole place like clamped down. And then I go, ha, 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 you see what I did? He thinks I'm serious. And they laughed their ass. I was so scared. They laughed. Everyone laughed. And then I could, I finished the show. Yeah. But that could have gone one of two ways. Could have gone, yeah. Like, I'll see you in the parking lot, boy. <laughs> or I'll see you on that stage in two yeah, seconds. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, baby. My mouth, your dick. It's happening right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to suck your dick in front of this entire crowd. What? What? I'm going to get on my knees and slobber your knobber and embarrass you and make you come and like it in front of this crowd. All right, dude. Yeah. Okay. This I is, like a, that this is a weird heckle. Yeah, man. You know what? I like your vibe, you dude. You know what? You good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick underscore arena 777 on Instagram. Do you have meatball PTSD or do you always order your meatballs well done? That's a joke because my mom cooks her meatballs medium rare. Nah, man. I just check them all. You know what I mean? 
Just open them up. Check that meatball. Check to see if the pink is too stink and then move on. Get out of there, baby. Yeah, get out. Yeah, I used to work at this place called Bertucci's. It's like a chain restaurant back in Massachusetts and around New England. And they made like they would bake their meatballs so they come out like greasy. Yeah. And they had the best rolls. And you want to know a secret? I would cut that roll in half, pop a meatball in, and then just lemon juice all over it. Ooh. Damn, son. No Man, need for tomato sauce. I, I don't think anybody's ever turned down a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, you want to hey, hear a secret? You want to hear? Nah, nah man, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Really? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just not. I'm not feeling like a secret kind of mood today. Nah, it's not secret. I'm just not. I'm not that kind of guy. I don't want the responsibility. I like. Man. I don't. Yeah, I don't want that hinging over me later. I'm thinking about it. Like other people don't know this. I do know this. Keep your secrets to yourself. I used to do a bit where if you if someone ever says to you if you ever say to someone, "Hey, man, can I tell you a secret?" and they answer with, "Who am I gonna tell?" You're like. Nah. Yeah, you're you telling everybody. Tell yeah, 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 you're yeah, telling yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's the worst response. At Manny H Comedy. Sub J, what's the hardest sickle cell has made you laugh? Hashtag FTCF. Hashtag players. I have, I mean, sickle cell. God, it's Ryan so Sickler. I think normally, Rye makes me laugh. Just, I don't really lose my, my shit laughing. I wish I did. I don't, it just doesn't happen anymore. But when Rye loses it laughing, because we'll lose him. like it's infectious. Once every six podcasts, he'll like go off the rails, and we can't. it's hard to pull him back. That's <laughs> when I laugh the most, because I love seeing people like lose it. You know what I mean? I love seeing people happy and having enjoyment. So usually when he loses it is when I, I enjoy it the most. Why, why do you think that you don't let yourself like I don't, let no, go like that anymore? It's not. I don't. Because like, you know, like... um. I think that's part of my comedy is just like keeping a straight face on when jokes are happening. You yeah. know what I mean? And so for me, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if, I don't know. Maybe I just don't have happiness anymore. I just can't, <laughs> I don't see like, it just doesn't happen to me anymore. Yeah. I think when I was younger, I used to like lose it once in a while, but I was always the guy creating the laugh. I don't know. I mean, I'm, trust me, I'm open to getting my, la- my ass handed to me with laughter. Right. But even when I see like comedians, I love make hilarious jokes I'll laugh, but a lot of time I'm just like deconstructing it, being like, "Oh man, that's such a good joke." Right, you it's know? a different kind of laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I like kind of seeing different art forms sometimes, like different uh, performances that are like not stand up, so I won't break them down like that, so I can just enjoy it. You know For what I sure. mean? Like, I like if I go and see like a play or something, I don't do plays anymore. I'll enjoy it and just sit back and watch because I'm not analyzing like I would have done this choice or I would have done. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh. This question was a lot of from multiple people at Untrained iPod. Will you do a pitch touch with Jeremiah? And and I'm gonna say I don't think we should actually. I just can't. Yeah, I don't think we should. I don't touch anyone pitches, but Ryan Sickles. You know what I'm saying? You see that? Oh, crap, hey, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people try and do right. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to oh, I, I did Jeremiah's podcast today. Oh, you did? Yeah, how was Jeremiah? Oh, how was it, man? It was a good one. was going Jeremiah. on there, man? Uh, let's see here. At Great Pole Knoll, if you could bring one thing from the Northeast to L.A., what would it be? You mean besides the weather? Yeah, I, w- I mean, I would love to bring the weather. Weather first. I would love to bring like, yeah. Let me. Can I give like five things? Yeah, of course. I'd like to bring fall. You know, so I, I do miss fall living in Kansas. Yeah, 
fall. Uh, I would bring um, the attitude. You know, people that are just like talk to you straight up. People are they don't back down really in the Northeast. Do you find that people get way more offended out here whenever you try to bust their balls and stuff like that? No, I think people kind of like it. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't bust balls. I, you know, my busting balls is like super subtle and I get them on my side where they kind of like see their own thing, but they're sometimes taken aback by the fact that I'm like talking to them. I'm like, Hey, this is what, you know, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Um, a roast beef place, you know, like good roast beef joints. Like they're oh, all over where I grew up. Yeah. There's one close to you actually down La Brea. There's one. Um, I would take that, um, apple picking which is also goes along with the fall. I just don't really find that out here. Did you ever used to go to a local cider mill on a field trip or anything like Hell that? Hell yeah, son. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, I still go when we used to go visit my wife. There's a farm near her, and they have an apple orchard, so we've picked apples there, and you can get cider there. And anytime you go to a place that has apple picking and cider, you know what else they have? Mm. Cinnamon sugar donuts. They'll, they always make donuts and dip them in cinnamon and sugar, and they're unbelievable. I mean, come on. Come on, baby. Come on, man. Um... So I would take all that and then just the ability to just like drive. Yeah, without you know I mean? being bumper to bumper at any yeah. moment. All the, the, the traffic lights and stuff like that. Yeah, like even, even on the you, highway, it's like. Yeah, even if you lived in Boston, you could be out of the city in 15 minutes and get to a place where you could just drive. Yeah, and like listen to music. You know, like we went to dinner last night, my wife and I'm like, let's go to Malibu just so we can drive a little. You know what I mean? Open the sunroof, put some music on. Yeah. Drive. Sup, baby. Sup, baby. Hang those kids out the window. Get a little breeze on them. Oh, we got a sitter a little last adventure. night. Oh, sitter. Oh, one of those nights. We were like, hey, let's just save some money. We got some gift cards. And then we went to, like, it was teacher uh, back to school night. Yeah. So we got a sitter. And then I was like, you know, let's just drive to Malibu. I kind of want to, like, be out there. And she's like, all right. We end up going to this super, super expensive joint. And the whole night cost us, like, $450 for dinner, sitter, food for the kids we're like yeah that wasn't how we're supposed to save money no but we enjoyed it but it was a good one we're like what's up baby sometimes you gotta treat yourself man yeah uh let's see here this is this is a phone at weiler tinzel best and worst memory from your show best bars in america i mean i think i loved it i love doing that show i had so much fun uh, easily the worst thing was just being away from home so much. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I loved being out on the road and just like sleeping in hotels and you know what I mean? Like we always stayed in nice hotels. We always traveled first class. Like we were dialed and it was an awesome show because I love restaurants and food and booze. So I was trying like cool drinks all the time. But I think the best time was going to Austin and having my buddy Matt Botticelli at Botticelli's out there on South Congress and doing tequila shooters with him and being able to like celebrate my friend who has a successful restaurant. You got a lot of friends with cool names, man. Yeah. <laughs> Botticelli. Cannellini. Cannellini. Dude, man. It's his cousin, man, the Cannellini. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. They got okay. a good outfit. It's real. <laughs> yeah, my cousin, he owns a bar, you know what he's saying? Botticelli. Botticelli. Yeah. All right. I missed that show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I wanted to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched it randomly whenever I was years ago, like in a in a hotel room. It was yeah. On. Just, I, I was used like, to be on all the time. Heck yeah. Yeah, baby. I was like, that, that's Jay Lawson right there, man. Uh, I think that a lot of people want to know about this. Um, you and uh, you and Ryan Sickler announced recently that uh, you guys are ending the craft fees, kind of moving mm-hmm. on to mm-hmm. some different projects. 
uh, from Twitter at BusXDriver. Love the crab, love the crab feast. Sad that it's ending, but excited for what's next. Do you have any idea what you are going to call your next podcast or the format of it? Yeah, I, I know exactly what it is Perfect. in the format. Uh, it's going to be a little different. I just kind of wanted. I didn't think it was. I just didn't think doing another storytelling podcast was key for me, just because we did it, and I wanted to try something different. So I'm going to do a new podcast called Throughline. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one object, one thing, one item, one passion of mine, and then use it as a through line to interview like interesting people. So I like st- I bought a typewriter recently and I started typing letters. So I'm taking this letter that like my grandfather got when he retired and I'm going to read that letter and talk about like because when you type a letter, you like you said, you know, writing an email you have to put a lot of work into writing an email. Writing a letter is even harder. You have minimal space. You can't just delete. Yeah, exactly. It's so focused. Yeah, you have to know exactly what you're saying, the economy of words. And so I'm going to take that letter and then I'm going to interview the guy at the typewriter shop who keeps this typewriter shop going. He's like this super interesting guy I met when I was there. And then hopefully... I'm going to get this other guy who's a big celebrity who I can't say who it is, who still types letters and does it all the time and like is really passionate about typewriters. So I'm going to use one item to through line to a couple different guests. And um, that should be coming out the first week of November. Oh, heck yeah. Yes. Huh? Perfect time. And then I'm going to do one like on vinyl records. I'm doing one on playing cards. I'm doing one on a set of binoculars I have. Dude, so. that sounds not only like a podcast, but it sounds like they could easily be a TV show too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. You said it, baby. Hey man, yeah. I'm just saying like that sounds super interesting. Yeah, I I'm Because if if you know, especially since you've already have your experience doing like the best bars kind of show, yeah. like if you're going through that angle and you're interviewing people like this, it sounds like that could be like another TV show. Yeah, well, you know, I just have like a lot of things I'm interested in outside of comedy and I think like a lot of people like that comedians and musicians and artists have it, they have interests outside of their art and I want to like show that to other people because I feel like we should all have like we should all be wondering and be inquisitive and and be reaching out to other things and I, I think as comedians we're always going to find the humor and stuff oh yeah so it's like it doesn't have to be comedy driven the comedy will be driven from the thing that we're like talking about some of my posts that people like to look at the most online has nothing to do with my comedy yeah like whenever I go skating People love like seeing either how see bad break, or break, see, break your yeah, body, see, break my body. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. I. I mean, I watched that with my wife. I'm like, can you believe he got this on film? Like, I, I I couldn't believe that he literally right before I I I, it, I did it. He goes, whoa, 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 let me film this. And that's whenever I should have backed off. Like as soon as a camera comes on for yeah. that kind of stuff, it's destined for tragedy. But you healed like a fucking two year old heals six weeks. Yeah, dude. And I did physical therapy. Oh, okay. So yeah. maybe it was a little longer. But yeah, I, but I mean, I'm dude, you boys doing push ups and stuff. You know what I'm now? saying? Man, I just gotta Shit. get my I just gotta get my pull up game back. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, pull ups. But no, a lot of, a lot of people were surprised how quickly I healed. Yeah. Cause not I, as not as quickly as you put on thirty pounds and took it off. Hey. You know. Did you hear about what I just did for the my most recent stunt? No. Uh we did uh or I did a uh a live Brazilian wax on Kill Tony on Monday. Oh, man. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Were you wearing like a banana hammock? No, I was completely... Ex- I was behind I was behind uh, a curtain. We curtained it off oh, and okay. two professional waxers did it and I was completely naked. Oh, my God. But then what painful? I did... 
Honestly, dude, yeah. there was moments of it that were equally painful to when I broke my arm. I, dude, I've had my back waxed, and it's it's horrible. My wife's like, "Why don't you do that all the time?" I'm like, "Are you out of your goddamn mind?" It's, it's like, it it's devastatingly painful. Yeah, yeah, it's no joke. If you've done it, I don't suggest the Brazilian, but you know, you know, but your boy's real smooth now, you know, now yeah. baby. But you're smooth for like a week, and then you're sharp. Those little pricklies come out, baby. <laughs> Those little pricklies come out to get you. <laughs> uh, this is a very specific question. At Bra Pulido on Twitter. After growing up with Ishka Bibble, yeah. will the Larsons have a dog or cat in the household? If so, potential names. Hashtag FTCF. Yeah, baby. Got a lot of Crafties fans. That, I know. That, uh, they're the best, man. Yeah. They're such great people. Uh, yeah, I had a dog growing up and a cat. The cat ran away. The dog wanted to run away. Um, I don't know, man. I, I love animals, but it's like it's a huge responsibility. It's not like you just get a dog and then the dog's there. Like you no. want to go on vacation, figure out the dog. So we got two kids, that's enough right now. My daughter loves cats, and there's something about me that's like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a cat, but at the same time, like cats don't really love you. The hair is my issue. Yeah. Once once they're in your place. Yep. Dude, I have a buddy who has a, uh, has a cat, and like, there's literally only one chair that I'll sit in at his place because it's wooden, and yeah. I can brush <laughs> yeah. the hair off. Everything else, it, it clings to everything. It clings everywhere. I would like to have chickens. That would be dope. That's the one thing. Like When I own my own home, someday I want chickens. I want a bunch of turtles. I grew, oh, up, yeah. I grew up with a lot of turtles, so yeah, I want a man. bunch of turtles. You want Nothing says weird dude like turtles, baby. What's up, dog? Stop, dog? Well, unless I had snakes. <laughs> that tops the turtle kid. Yeah, it truly <laughs> In does. School. And the lizards. Like, hey, do you want to see my pet snake? <laughs> yeah, <wanna> totally. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if I trust that kid. I don't know if I want to see a snake. Better give him a snake than a gun. <laughs> Good, point. Good point. Better that. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Uh... Let's see. Uh, we'll do one, one or two more. Uh, a lot of people are asking this question too. I don't even know if you can talk about it, but at James J. Halton on Twitter, why did you and Ryan Sickler bury the Kevin Brennan episode of the Crab Feast? Uh, Follow up. Did Kevin Brennan kill the Crab Feast? <laughs> oh, no. Kevin Brennan had nothing to do with the Crab Feast at all. Um, <sighs> You know what I mean? I To be honest, I don't even like talking about that, dude. Okay. I, I just don't even like um he he went out after he did our podcast and before we had decided to even not even air the podcast talked a lot of trash about us for no reason and totally exaggerated a ton of stuff and Ryan and I were just like there's no point in even talking about him because he's just not that dude is just not anyone I want to shine any amount of light on oh then we'll move on yeah easy as that uh let's see here Happiest memory as a young Jay Larson at John Mon Jordan on uh, on Instagram. Jordan. I think it's really hard to like categorize the happiest, the, the happiest, greatest. or maybe one that sticks out. Whenever you say childhood, we were talking about sports and different things. Is there like an era of like let's say middle school where like maybe you have a memory you're like, hmm, like that was like a that was like a cool moment or something. Yeah. Um. I mean, I really used to love playing sports. I love playing soccer. Soccer was like the most fun. I yeah. love that team aspect. How of long soccer. did you play for? From like five till eighteen, wow. and then I tried yeah. out in college. I was like, oh, I could, you know, I, I wasn't good enough to play on my college team. Dude, my my dad. This has always been one of my what ifs. You know how everybody has what ifs. Like, what if 
I would have kept doing this? Or what if I would have gone down this path instead of the comedy path? One of my what ifs is soccer because my dad put a nix on whenever my team started getting really good. We went to like premiere and stuff like that Mm -hmm. around like right before middle school. We started traveling a lot. He's like, you're playing on Sundays and these tournaments keep coming up. You're done. Like, cause he didn't want to do it. He didn't. Well, he didn't want, it was expensive first. Yeah. All of all, like for like all the, like it started getting crazy. Like whenever you start getting more advanced stuff, like all the matching bags, the jerseys, all that stuff. Yeah the the new shoes that need to be matching and everything and uh but the traveling and the different tournaments that we started to go to started to like get expensive and but most of the tournaments were on Sundays like most of them yeah. where, where I was from and my dad's like nah yeah it's a lot of travel yeah you know what I just remembered what I think it was I think the thing I miss most and was the greatest thing about growing up was mowing my lawn I had a sit down mower we had an acre of land it's the biggest yard in our entire entire town it was huge and we had the sit down mower came with the house like when my parents bought the house in 1978 <laughs> that's a funny idea like mower comes with the comes house because you're gonna freaking need it yeah because yeah. it was like you had to have a sit down so i used to love mowing that lawn and like you just sit on it, it would take me like an hour or two hours something like that. maybe not maybe an hour and a half and i'd always run out of gas halfway through and i had to like get off the mower and go out front and get gas and then come back out and I also mowed my Nana and my aunt's lawn in Reading. And so, like, my my aunt used to pick me up, and I would drive. They would take me over there, and I'd mow their backyards. And then they'd make me lunch, and I'd, like, eat on the porch, and they'd give me, like, 10 bucks. And then when I got in high school and had my license, I would drive over there and mow their lawns and then drive back. And I, I just, I loved, loved, loved mowing lawn. You take pride in those lines? Yeah, I mean it was cool. Like sometimes I would do diagonal and stuff. I was just like about that. to ask you, what's what's your uh, what's your preference? Son? But I just it horizontal, was the, vertical, diagonal. Yeah, I like the diagonal a little bit. But we it was such a long yard, just going yeah, down. Yeah, it's hard and to back do. Was fun. Yeah. But I just like I don't know. There was something awesome about just being out there and feel like I was taking care of our house. I just take, love the smell. Oh, the smell, dude! I used to wear cologne called Grass. Really? Gap made it. What's up, baby? Hey, Gap. It was the best, man. And then they they discontinued and they started making Earth, and I would start wearing that. <laughs> and then I started wearing mud, and it started getting a little weird. Yo, mud. My kids have markers that smell, and one of them is mud. <laughs> I got this new perfume for my girl, Sinkhole. Woo! Baby, man, yeah. sweeps me off my feet, dude. I got uh, city inspector. Really? Yeah, dude. They they interrupt podcast sometimes, right? <laughs> Once in a while, like sometimes you spray it and then the city's just a, they they, <laughs> they raid your you house. Gotta walk into it. <laughs> yeah, everything good in here? <laughs> Crazy. Let's get into this final segment, sax talk. Yeah. Oh, sax. How long have you been playing sax? This is grade school. Yeah. I played drums, but I remember when kids were playing sax. You got a dent on it over there. Oh, this is an old one. Yeah. Uh, Dom, Dom Irrera also. <laughs> that might be from Dom. He kicked it over on accident at, at Moon Tower, uh-huh. and he felt horrible. He's like, oh, I'll buy you a new one. I'm like, I'm not going to. This is such an old sax. I'm not going to have yeah. you buy me a new one. But I prefer a baritone. If but you I did. prefer, <laughs> yeah. Let's get the big in. You ever see that band that plays in the subway in New York with that guy who's dancing? And too stuff? many zoos. They're oh, fan freaking tastic. Look up too many zoos if uh, you want to see some great saxophone playing and a guy who's like really talented with like he can make Energy. crazy noises and beatboxes through his sax. Like 
And he's got great energy. Yeah. yeah. Able to dance and move while he plays is awesome. Yeah, those guys are fresh. That baritone, that's a baritone sax, right? Yeah. That yeah. thing is like a beast. Yeah, it's huge. Well, the range on that thing is, I mean, it's way lower, obviously, but it's like, it's still. Yeah. This is a much, the altos, that higher range. Yeah. It's comparable to a female voice, they say. The tenor is comparable to a male voice. And then the baritone is just, you know, otherworldly. It's uh This is called Barry, baby. Uh yeah, I mean Barry, you've been calling in a lot this show. I'm just uh, saying I've been here the whole time. I mean, like I can't you've been here, but like you turn me down for your program. It's been a little bit frustrating. Like hey, I'm just saying, man, anyone coming in with an alto sax ain't ready for the boot camp, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. He finds out that I play sax and he's like, Hey man, we can't have that here. Pulls you out in the middle of yeah, class. Yeah. Hey, can I talk to you for a second? You play alto, man. We can't have the your no. kind around here playing. Can't. My kind. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a bad look. My kind. What what does that Whoa. mean? Whoa. Whoa. I think you know exactly what I mean. I fancy. mean, <laughs> did you just call me fancy? Maybe. All right. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I didn't think that I was a Reba McIntyre song, but I guess I am, man. Are you a Royal Tenenbaums fan? No, I've never seen it. Oh my god! Are you I serious? still haven't seen it. Oh, dude. There's this amazing scene where Gene Hackman's sitting in the kitchen and um God, what the heck's his name? The guy from Die Who's the guy from Die Hard not Die Hard, um opposite Bruce Willis, you know, in all those movies they made, three movies of the cops. Uh black guy. Isn't that Mel Gibson and Danny Glover? Danny Glover. So Danny Glover's playing Gene Hackman's ex wife's husband or yeah. like boyfriend, and he comes in the kitchen and Gene Hackman's sitting there in a robe smoking a cigarette and he goes, Hey Hank, can I ask you something? And he wait, he comes in, he goes, Can I ask you something, Hank? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, You trying to steal my, my woman? And he goes, What? He goes, You heard me, Coltrane. And G- Donnie, Danny Glover goes, You just call me Coltrane? And he goes, No. But if I did, you know there's nothing you could do about it. And he just called him Coltrane. <laughs> it's the greatest. That's awesome. Greatest. So I'm, I'm going to play some sax underneath Jay as he shares a story of a sexual encounter, and we're going to sax it up during sax talk. Okay. You got one on the mind? Yeah, I got one. All right. Not proud of it, but I got one. All right. Whenever you're ready, I'll start playing along. This is, uh, I remember I was in college. I was a sophomore, had recently flunked out of college, and I was dating a girl who was older than me, and um, it was a rainy afternoon, and... She was at my house, and nobody was around. It was summertime, and the summertimes in Massachusetts, when it rains, it's still warm out. You have the windows open. The rain's coming down, and I really, really like this girl. And one thing led to another, and it was going to be the, uh, we were going to make love. And I wasn't super experienced in lovemaking because I'd only done it with one other person. And uh, this girl, like I said, was a little older and I was really into her. And we had spent, we had dated for a while, had had moments like, you know, just great. The kind of like moments, you know, like those cool moments where you like sit on the floor of a kitchen and share ice cream out of a out of like a like a pint together like moments like that like cool connective moments 
But well, now we were going to connect for the first time. And uh, I was putting on a condom. To have sex. To have intercourse. To make love. And when I put the condom on, I I came. Which is very embarrassing. And I didn't know what to do because I didn't have confidence. I didn't have, you know, maturity to say, hey, sorry, I'm so into what's about to do. I just came. And uh, so I just stopped and said, I can't do this. I just I, <laughs> I just said I couldn't do it. I didn't know what else to do. And I felt terrible because then she probably felt it was something about her. Yeah, and uh, I felt it was one of the worst things ever in my life, sexually. And uh, that was the end of that. We stopped dating after that, and uh, yeah. Uh, it's tough when you're married to like, what am I going to do? Drop some like, uh, I can't I can't be like, hey, listen to this one time what I did with my wife. One uh Oh yeah, for sure. My Definitely wife's not like, wife. Stories. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. What are you doing? You're telling people about that time. I'm like, yeah. Well, I just he asked me for like a sexy story. <laughs> so like, then you have to be like, all right, like, right. what's the most embarrassing story, sexually? And then you don't want to go too far back in the past where it's like, I was with this skeezy slum bucket this one time, right? <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, I live. I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. I mean, one time I was with this girl. I mean, like, I thought, uh, you know. Like, uh, just because we were by the fish market, like... Fucking uh, why not, right? Like, why not? You know, I picked her up, took her back to my place, spread her out, and uh, you know what? Spread her out? Really? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, the stuff that, that uh, was coming out down there was... Uh, I didn't back down, though. I didn't back down, though. I, I filled up my mouth like, you know, the can of cheese whiz. I just kept going back for more and more. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You know, I was saying, like, when I told you at that coffee shop, I ran into that dude, and I called my wife. I'm like, hey, yeah. this, this could have been your life. Mm -hmm. The one time, there was one time where I met a girl. Can I tell you this? Do you want yeah. me to go? I'm in a Ben and Jerry's. I've told this story before, and I'm like, I was like having, I was living in a condemned house, so it wasn't like I was like rolling with chicks. And I had a couple like instances where I wasn't finding girls, or I was meeting them, and it just wasn't working out, and I couldn't take them to my house or anything. So, so I just kind of like made a decision. I'm like, I'm just going to stay away from girls for a while. Like, just focus on my life. You're living in a condemned house. Maybe focus on getting out of that. And we went to this Ben and Jerry's, me and my friend Mike. And my go-to used to be waffle cone, chocolate chip cookie dough, and Heath Bar, coffee Heath Bar. So I'm sitting there. I got a scoop of each in my thing. I got a Red Sox hat on down low. And these two girls walk into the Ben and Jerry's, and they're talking Italian. And I looked over. I'm like, oh, my God. And they were both these beautiful beautiful girls and they're talking italian i'm like oh my god these girls it's like i'm like nah dude you're off chicks don't eat, what are you even thinking so i'm like yeah just go back to my ice cream and then a minute later one of them who was strikingly beautiful is standing in front of me and in perfect english she's not italian she's just speaking italian goes hey is that coffee heath bar and i go yeah it is she goes how is it and i go you want a lick and she goes, no, that's okay. And I go, yeah, I know. Why take a lick from some stranger when you could just get a sample if you wanted? And she goes, no, that's not it. And I go, oh, that's not it. And she's like, no. And I go, okay, kiss me. And she did, Jeremiah. And it wasn't like a peck. It wasn't a French kiss. It was like a soap opera, like mouthy kiss. 
And then she just like pulled back and looked at me like, I've like looking at me like, yeah, I wanted to kiss you from the second I walked in. And I looked at my friend whose like jaw is dropped to the floor. I look at the guy working at Ben and Jerry's whose jaw is dropped to the floor. And I walked out. And my friend goes, where are you going? This is the start of a beautiful relationship. I'm like, just get out here. And he walked out. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm off, girls. Let's get out of here. Like, I just didn't know what to do. She like totally called my bluff. And I bounced. And like when I saw that dude today, I'm like, that could have been my wife's life. Who knows what I would have been with this chick. With this bilingual this Italian bi- goddess. She's bilingual, girl. She's bilingual. My wife's like, what What are you talking? I'm like, she's bilingual. She's bilingual, all right. God knows what else she is. I don't know. I don't know what else she got. Or she bilingual. She refills the ice trays. <gasps> she's smart, too. Come on, girl. Come you on. understand, what right? What you doing, huh? Shit. She ain't no Elmer's glue. No, she ain't. No, she's she ain't that no stick feel. She's like you that know? high end shit. Girl. Yeah, man, that top shelf, that top brass. You know what I mean? Gosh. Anywho, I don't know what made me think of that, but I love it, dude. Thanks so much for doing the show. Oh, thanks it for was having a, it. Was me, a fun, man. weird, wild one, man. A lot went we got we got to wonder about a lot of stuff together, and. Uh, you know what? Uh, I want you to plug uh, your awesome crowd work tour that's, that's coming up. So let people know yeah. about that and whatever else uh, you want to plug, buddy. Yeah, I'm uh, going to be on tour. It's it's a called the Mostly Crowd Work Tour because I'll be doing mostly crowd work. And I'm going everywhere. We start October 3rd in Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Fort Wayne, Portland, Seattle area, Oakland, Petaluma, everywhere in the East Coast, Atlanta, Tulsa, a lot of different places. You can go to jlarsoncomedy.com, jlarsoncomedy, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check out the Crab Feast podcast. It comes out every Tuesday with Ryan Sickler and soon to be the uh, Throughline podcast, which was going to come out on Thursday starting in November. And uh, thanks so much for having me, dude. And keep giving Jeremiah a, a watch and a listen because he's going to do you're gonna do some good stuff, man. I can't wait to see what's in your future. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. I think I have this gut feeling. Mm-hmm that we're going to be working on a lot of projects in the future together. I, I, hope I don't know. So. I don't know what it is, but I have this feeling that in some capacity, cause you know, I write a ton. You know I know. What I mean? And I was like literally halfway through this podcast, looking at you and like watching you do something I'm like, how, what is this guy? Where, where can I put this in somewhere? Because I love what you do. So I hope we get to work together, man. That'll be a lot dude, of fun. I love you. I love, uh, I went to your special taping mm-hmm. and dude, it was, it was phenomenal. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's available for purchase at jlarsoncomedy.com. jlarsoncomedy.com. Uh, glad to be here, buddy. Yeah. Love you, bro. You too, bud. Don't forget to watch that new Reagan and Watkins music video at reaganandwatkins.com. Me and my boy Patty Reagan got a fire one for you. Big thanks to Gage T Arena at Gage T Arena on Twitter for helping with the audio editing and video editing on this podcast. You're a lifesaver, brother.